and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 258. Crash, I know already what you're thinking. Did we not just do 258? We technically did, but that didn't come out yet, and this is coming out straight away today. So technically, this is 258, and the one that you hear that is the Tell Me Why Spoiler Cast, which we'll talk about in a second, isn't 258, alright? Mm -hmm. We did also transition that into only being a spoiler cast from being That's, like It was going to be a whole episode, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only... Too fresh, Crash. How are you, Crash? I'm doing very good today, folks. <laughs> so, for anyone who's not watching the video version, I did this dance, and if you watch the "Tell Me Why" uh, spoiler cast, you will understand why Crash is not happy. But you have to watch that to find out. If you want to get this show early and uh, ad free, head over to Patreon.com/slash/mc. Fixer. You can find us on all podcast services, Spotify, Apple, Google, and the other ones, of course. Um, a big hello and welcome to obviously the influx of people that we've had come in. I I was I was on a an amazing podcast called Podcast Unlocked Crash, and um, yep. the response has been amazing from it for me. And I'm super, super, super thankful for anybody that has come over from Podcast Unlocked and come in to give us a try on this very first episode here. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. I hope you strap in. You get to know who I am, me being MC Fixer, this voice, Crash with his voice that you're here, which is the American. And uh, you get to know us, get to know what we're about, get to know what this podcast is about. This podcast has been going for 258 weeks, technically nine, um, and never missed a week. That is something that's super important to me. It's super important to the podcast that we are in your lives every single week. We do spoiler cast. We do... Uh, content over on youtube as well i've got my own personal channel twitch.tv slash mc fixer crash has got his own personal twitch channel as well twitch.tv slash crash nick no place no place you'll understand that later guys and uh yeah thank you so much all for being here it really does mean a lot to me we are giving away an, a pair of a40 headphones so please remember to rate us on itunes the plan is when we hit 100 reviews on iTunes, we will give away a pair of A40 headset um, that I've got in the house. I've got A50s now, so I'm giving away my old pair, and maybe you could win it. Maybe it could just be you. Don't forget to big, big, big thank you to our Patreon producer, Erin God. Thank you so much for keeping the lights on, keeping this show going every single week, and uh, just being an overall fantastic guy. So thank you so much for your support, Erin God. It means the world to us. Let's get into the topic of the show this week, Rush. We kick off every show with topic of the show. This one is the Marvel Avengers spoiler cast, which is spoiler free. No, spoiler free cast. Spoiler free cast, Not yeah. spoiler cast. Everyone come back, I'm sorry. Um... Crash, Marvel's Avengers. Yep. I've had it since Monday. Yeah. You got it on Tuesday. Yes, sir. So just to be upfront, so we're very clear, we both play we're both playing the game on PS4 and not Xbox One. Yes? Yes. The reason for that, number one for in my regard, is uh Square Enix provides me with a code, and uh the code they provided me with was PlayStation. So I am buying it on Xbox. It will be at my house today at some point through Amazon. So I will be able to give up another impressions of how it runs on the Xbox One X compared to a base PS4. So take into mind everything that we are, well, that I'm going to be spanning. So same for Crush, um, is from the game running on a base PS4. 
So I just want to put that up there right in the front. I understand you're listening. Why the hell are you playing on Again, you've got the reasoning. That's why, because the codes was given to us on that, or for me anyway, Chris Boyd. Chris, what do you think of uh, Avengers? Start Just baseline initial thoughts. Like, what is what, what do you think of the game? I like it. I like it enough to... I can see myself investing a good deal of time with the game. Well, what counts as a good deal of time? We've already put a good deal of time into the game. <laughs> like, a good deal of time for me yeah. is like 40-ish hours minimum. Okay. But we already... What, you must already have 20 plus, right? I You'd think like 20-ish, yeah. Yeah, tw- 20... I think I'm I'm probably coming up to 30, honestly, because I've done two 12-hour streams over on twitch.tv slash mcfixer, and I played it that first day. Oh, yeah, so I'm probably about 25 hours in already. Yeah. And then today, what have I done? I've done five hours this morning. So, yeah, yeah, I've got to be coming up to 26, literally 30 hours already in the game. Um, we've both beaten the game, hence why we feel like we can give an initial review. Again, there's a lot of reviewers out there at the moment. Um from a lot of little outlets, not the bigger outlets that are doing the review in progress. That's kind of what I want this to be. This is more a review in progress more than it is a full-fledged review stamp of approval. My Xbox and me, MC Fixer Crush says, go buy this game if that's the case. Right. Because um, I don't I don't like some of the things I'm seeing online. A lot of people reviewing the game of like, oh, it's 10 out of 10. And I'm like, Jesus, you're not seeing some of the issues in this game if you really think it's 10 out of 10. Um, for myself, yeah. I really like it as well. It's a game that, on its base level, is very simplistic to pick up and play, and you will get a lot out of it if you play the game like that. But if you want something a little bit deeper than that in terms of its uh, mechanics, I don't think this is the game for you. I don't think that it's the most... It's not a Dark Souls, it's not a Sekiro. Not, I'm not even talking in terms of difficulty. I'm just talking in terms of like mastery of mechanics in its fine. This is very much a game which is combo is uh, XXX, um, uh, triangle Y sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? That is, that is what it is. It's not a... It's not deeper than that. It's very button mashy, in my opinion. That's how it comes across in its gameplay style. I don't have to think about what I'm doing at any moment. It does get a little bit deeper with its with its dodging and parrying, but even that, I think, is simple enough on a on a surface level that is very approachable for anybody to play. They give you a lot of room to breathe with the parries, where yeah. you don't have to be super like on point with the parries and then if yeah. you play someone like thor thor doesn't even really parry he still goes through with his attack so he can be in the middle of his attack and he does the lightning around him and he interrupts everyone around him so if there's multiple people attacking him it does that um so yeah uh i, I agree with that i don't know if i'd i don't know if i'd say that it lacks depth because i think the depth's there personally with the pairing and the different combos and the breaking of uh breaking of shields and what the... i mean by it lacking depth i mean more in terms of like i understand what you're saying it, it it very much achieves what it's meant to be it is mm. meant to be a simplistic marvel game that anybody can jump into that is what mm. this game is from start yep. to finish that is what this game is approachable story approachable characters approachable gameplay very safe i think i would say it does nothing Okay. out of the ordinary nothing that pushes gaming forward nothing that we've not seen before in terms of okay. its gameplay mechanics right 
That's yeah. that's what I mean by it. that's what I mean by what I was it's trying to say. It's not revolutionary. You're not God. buying this game and going. They did this thing it's... really different to anything else that I've played. We we were saying it earlier while we were streaming, which was every character plays differently, every character feels differently, and that's fantastic. But none of them feel different to something you've played, not played before. Yeah, they're either like wholly unique to this game, like we were talking. Um, Black Widow feels unique to this game. Captain America feels unique. Uh, Kamala feels unique. But then when you play someone like Iron Man, you play it and you're like, oh, this kind of reminds me of playing Anthem. You know, like the flying around in Anthem and all that. But not as And then you play, yeah, then you play Thor and it's like, oh, I've played God of War. I've thrown the axe. I've had that be more responsive. Yeah. Um, And it's not that they it's not that it doesn't feel good because i do think it feels good i think throwing the hammer with thor and having them get stuck feels good i think there's weight yeah. to the hammer oh no 100 percent. that was a great moment for yeah. me i put up on twitter which was like throwing the hammer on one of the, the enemies and it stays on him he's not dead the character's not dead he just can't move he's just on yeah. the floor going the whole time and i just found that hilarious it's like but that's that's what this is that's it's fun it's enjoyable in that way yeah for me Again, like I was saying, it's it's so approachable in every way, shape, or form. And I think that's where the game shines. I know full well that I'm going to be able to sit down with my fiance who plays games very lightly. Like, she enjoys certain type of games and doesn't enjoy certain type of games. And I know full well she's going to love this. It is literally... She's going to feel so powerful playing as every single one of these characters. And that is something I think it achieves really, really well. That I don't... Other games achieve it as well, but just what what I was expecting from this is what it, what I got. If you're if you go in with the right expectations, you're going to love this game. And mm. if you don't go in with the right expectations, I think you're going to think this game's absolutely trash. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I think I think there's two camps. I think there's going in with the expectations that this is going to be a ten out of ten Avengers game. Yeah. When it's it's not that it no. is very much so. It's still a co-op game. Yep. It's games with service. Yep. It comes with all the caveats of that game, and sometimes in certain aspects, certain points of the campaign, I feel like it does hinder it. Yes. In certain points, it makes it fun though, like playing with your playing with your friends and yeah. having the um, team up executions of certain enemies and all that stuff. It makes it fun and enjoyable, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think to go on to the story a little bit, which is I agree with you. It's it's weird, right? Because it's got this single-player story campaign going on, but some of those missions you can play co-op, some of them you can't play co-op, but it's... the In the crux of what is here is a fun, enjoyable story that I think tells a story of a character that probably most people don't know about, unless you're deep into Marvel lore, not like surface level like myself, which is, I don't read the comics, I watch the films, I enjoy the films, I bat, sort of thing. Learning about Kamala Khan, and who she is, and knowing obviously that, she, oh, she's she's a fangirl, she, she enjoys Marvel, she loves Marvel more than anything, like, that's her thing. And then getting to see that play out, is something very magical to be honest with you i don't want to spoil the opening of the game at all because i think it is one of the strongest moments in this entire game and yeah. i think it's strong from a character point of view of explaining who this character is why why she's important why she becomes important it introduces other characters perfectly in the perfect way it shows their importance of who they are in the world 
and it does a great job of like looking at this 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 thing again i've got to speak i don't want to spoil it at all um looking at this thing and being like i could imagine this being real yeah no yeah it it does uh it's really it's a lot better written than i assumed it would be yeah because i thought they were just gonna give us like most games like this that they end up giving you a story is like conceptually it's a really interesting story but written it's just like sort of like a to b this is what we're doing and it's basically a purpose to get you to play all these characters yeah where it feels like they actually went through and made a sensible story with characters that grow and they make you care about if you don't yeah, um i mean it's really well written yeah and i think that's the crux of the storyline right it's is if you watch the promotional material for this game throughout it's you are getting the avengers back together that is what this story is from yeah. start to finish that is what this story is. I do think towards the Tau end of the game, it does feel a bit like, okay, let's get to who we need to get to now. Like, here you go, here you go. Let's move on. Okay, you've got you've got everyone. Let's get to the moments. Let's get to the big moments. Let's do this. Yeah. I do feel towards the end, it does become a bit more rushed and not well thought out. I like one of the main moments of um, a certain character and how you go and meet them or get them. And I felt like it did a great job of making a tutorial moment into something that makes sense in its story as well. And it doesn't slow down the pace too much. It's like, you know who this is. You know what he's capable of. You know why he could bounce back as quick as he has. You know all this information. Get to it. And here's this ability you can do. There's this ability you can do. And keep moving forward and go. And I thought that I thought that whole sequence was actually pretty fun. I really enjoyed that sequence of events when it yeah. happened. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, no. Cool. Um, I think for the most part, whenever they put you in control of a character, it is it feels very natural for the most part. Yeah. And it flows very well. And it makes sense from a story perspective. Um my my problem with that ends up being and i do think it's in the tail end where it feels like there's certain parts that just have co-op sort of shoehorned in in a weird way where i feel like if it was a single player if they made it because they have parts where it's a single player mission yeah and it plays really well and it plays like a single player game where you're not doing necessarily something that you normally would in the game and other parts of it and i kind of wish they took that aspect and actually made the whole campaign single player only right yeah i would have much preferred that and they put more of these moments in it instead of sort of like, hey, you can do co-op here. And there's these awkward moments where it just doesn't necessarily all gel together. Um, it's, it's that that option of you can play you can play any of these single player missions in different different orders. You can play these multiplayer missions that do interact with the uh, single player, but not fully. So it's light enough that if you don't do it, it doesn't matter. But if you do do it, but you do it in the wrong order, it doesn't quite feel right. It's this is what I put on, like what I put on Twitter, which is, in the in its story, it's a fun story. But unfortunately, being put into a games of service game, you don't get the full enjoyment of that. What they, what I think they should have done was, and this is what they seem like they were going to do. By the way, they split up the game, which is here is the single player mode. Play this before you play the Avengers. Is it called the Initiative, right? Yeah. Um. Before you play that, you're gonna see um spoilers if you do that so don't do that first do this single player they should have doubled down in that single player with it being i would have literally stripped this thing back to its bare bones of don't worry about gear don't worry about any of that sort of thing 
It should have just been, this is our single player story that we're telling you. And go forward with that. No no picking missions, no picking... You still could have had the, the, the side missions in there and made them maybe optional if you really wanted to. But not to the degree of what we got. It, it, it could have told a really special story instead of a really... Okay Oh, good. Let's say good story. That's not as cohesive as I would have liked it to have been because of the style of game it was. I think that would have been risky, but I think in the end, for me, it would have paid off really well. Yeah. Um. I. Th- I like. I. I think I disagree with the gear stuff. I okay. don't think the gear stuff is so um no. abnormal. No. I don't think like that would have been a problem keeping that in. Okay. Um. I do. I do agree. I think you strip back a lot of the campaign stuff make it single player um and you could do they would even open it up more to like have these points that you switch between characters in a single mission and which they do sometimes but but they only do it when it's just you no but even when you do it it's so not fluid it's they say it's one person's perspective of something and the other people are going to have to do something else. But because of the way the game is, it's like it backs you out into the war table or onto the helicarrier and throws you back in. It just doesn't... For me, it always takes me out of the moment. It's never that seamless storytelling of fun. It just feels like very much, oh, here we go, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, constantly. I don't know if that would necessarily be fixable because I don't know if that's how they built the game from the ground up to function that way i'm sure i'm and that's that's kind of like i get what you're saying and i yeah. agree with you that it would feel better but just to play devil's advocate yeah here, of course yeah is that this might it might have just not been possible that maybe that is something they wanted to do but because of the way they went and made the game for its co-op purposes that would have been too much work or nearly impossible for them to have both it feels to me it was like here's our story where can we keep putting slices in where can we keep chopping chop chop yeah chop chop and then i'm gonna throw that out there and let the player decide how they tackle all of this um again i don't want to come off too too aggressively or too um down on the game because in all i really love the game i really do think it's a great game i wouldn't have put literally 30 hours into it i wouldn't be looking forward to the grind of the end game of which we're getting to i wouldn't be looking forward to the new hawkeye dlc that we're getting there's a lot of good here there's a lot of fun to be had here there's a lot of there's a lot of just everything that you would want in this type of game but there is things that i dislike about it as well and that's even before the technical issues where else you want to go from here before we get to i don't want to get to the technical issues until really the end because they are some of the most important parts I feel like, um, like I feel like we the characters are done. About, go, yeah, go on. You want to talk about some of like the the games of service stuff they did, In and whether they did it right or, or wrong. Just like the um, the not having like having Hulk on your team as an AI, but not being able to smash it. Got you. Yeah. So it's that. So certain missions you're gonna go off, and there's gonna be these little side chests here, there, and ever here, there, and everywhere, right? And what the game does, because you can't switch from character to character, you pick your squad that you go out with, and let's say I'm playing as uh, Black Widow, which is my favourite character, by the way. I am I am able to hack doors. That's like my ability. But the problem is, I played the majority of this game through single player as well. The problem is, when you go out, and there's certain chests that you just can't get to, because you're hindered by playing it single player, which... 
I understand why this is the case. I 100% understand why. To me, it just seems a little bit silly to not be able to go, hey, Hulk, smash that. It just takes you, again, it's that thing of taking you out the moment, right? It's like, well, Black Widow would be able to communicate to Hulk that she wants him to smash this. And yeah. it just it just comes off very, for a lack of a better term, but very gamey, which is like, or, you play games yeah. to then escape the real world, right? So you want to be immersed in it to the best of your ability. And those are the little moments that just don't allow you to do that. Yeah, no, um, I completely agree. I think even, like, I, I think there's a few different ways they could have went with it. They could have given every character an ability that smashed, but then they... W- I get why they did it, because they also want everybody to feel original and, like, have their purpose in a in a mission and in a part. Yeah. Um, But, but like, I don't think there'd be a problem with them, like, making the door for if you're Black Widow and interactable where she plants a bomb or, or, or whatever and it explodes. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Black Widow's the only one who can do the hack terminals. So if you're if you don't have someone playing Black Widow, then you can never get those chests. And to be fair, those seem like the rarest chests. Yeah. I'm assuming because she's the only character that can do it right now. I'd assume the someone. next character, Kate Bishop, yeah, probably can hack right because that seems like the most logical like thing that she can do right i don't oh, think yeah. she's gonna be able to smash anything well the funny thing um, is i don't know anything about kate bishop so i'm really looking forward to learning who she is so even you sound that i'm like mm, I, I generally don't know <laughs> i don't I know. know i know yeah. that i know that she likes arrows perfect yeah um yeah. and i'm really but i'm really looking forward to finding out more about these characters yeah so. um yeah no i i completely agree um one thing that i really like uh when you're playing in co-op Anybody can select the mission. You yep. guys can all go to the Chimera together, and you guys can see each other around. That stuff is very, um, uh, f- like thought out well in that sense. In the games of service, where some games have sort of like overlooked that, like other people can pick missions and stuff like that. And so there's some areas where they really thought ahead and did something really cool with it. Uh, and then there's some areas like no pinging just feels weird, or no having like. Uh, name tags or something with certain characters when they're a certain distance like how many times did i get lost where you were and i had to press up on the d-pad just to find you yeah and even then it was just like i have to look at you and i have to like see where you are real quick because if i'm aim if i'm looking the wrong way by the time i turn that might be down again yeah and that's a little bit annoying but that is something that could be fixed in an upgrade really uh, update in the future that's a relatively easy fix right uh erin garden chat just letting us know that iron man can hack as well neither of us will get to it but neither of us, it. well at least i don't really like playing as iron man but i'll get to that in a second um and it's yeah i agree with erin garden chat as well who was saying um it's very weird that cap can't smash things the, yeah the, no the I, super I soldier can't break doors down he has he has strength he has super strength to, to a certain degree but he has super that, strength it was it, weird he also has like smash attacks where you're like I, I don't know it's weird because whenever i play as cap i feel like i'm doing so much damage and i'm smashing stuff all the time and then yeah. i get to the door it's like, nope. and i popped i popped all my abilities like my super everything at some point because um iron man can smash only with the uh hulkbuster suit so i was like oh maybe cap can smash if he pops open uh uh, his super it, uh, or whatever. And of course, if he's alive, who knows? Who knows if he's alive? True. Who knows? True. Who knows? Um. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I, I agree with you though. To the to the uh, games of service multiplayer things that I feel like a lot of games miss at the start. 
a lot of games miss the everyone can launch the mission uh we can all go into the the the, the room the war table room together like on the on the hello carrier those little things i'm assuming it's the same thing we can go to ant uh the ant place yeah, yeah. together and stuff like that like where it's nice that those little things are there it's nice that they are there it's nice that we haven't got to be tweeting at people and screaming at people or whatever it may be of like how can you not have seen this but yeah there are some there are just a few little things that you've already brought up that that uh, yeah that are are not a fun but they need to be fixed there's a few bits here and there um my other problem with the game is its lack of um, exploration, to be honest with you. I feel like you have these... Some of the missions are very sh- a lot shorter than others, um, but on the, the, the missions that are quite open, I feel there are rooms and I feel there are places that are there to fill out the map, but doesn't necessarily... There's nothing to do in them, or there's not a chest, or there's not even like component parts. There's no real reason to go and explore in this game. It is very much yeah. go in the, for me anyway. Go in the go in the game. Go in the mission. Sorry, push up on the D pad. That's the direction we need to go on. Oh, there's a chest there. There's a chest there. There's a chest there. Run off and do those. One, two, three. Boom. Go to the main mission. Like I like that there's the chests, but I feel like putting them on the map was maybe the wrong thing to do because then I get why it's like that though. But I feel like it just takes away that whole sense of exploration for me and i know there are the the the, the secret vaults that me and joanne did actually um when i was playing cart with her which was cool like a little thing comes up on the radar and it like show you have to go towards it of where to go and that was cool and going in there and getting all the loot out of it it felt cool to find it and you had to really dig deep and find it which we struggled with for a little while and that that felt cool but those moments are very 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 far and few between of Mm. like exploring this this AAA sixty dollar game, it it very yeah. much it feels very on rails. Where it's like yeah. I understand that it's not on rails, but it feels very much like it's very it's I don't for a lack of a better term like it's very straight. It's a very straight game. It's run forward, run forward a lot, run forward, run forward, run forward, and yeah, you're gonna drift off a little bit left and a little bit right, but keep running forward. And that's why I say it's so yeah. easily accessible for everyone, because like you can't really get lost. Yeah, they give you each level is essentially a sandbox, and that sandbox is the same. And you could play different levels, and they put you in the same sandbox. They only direct you to different areas. And I agree with the exploration stuff. I don't, I don't agree with the having the chest pop up. I don't. For me, that's not the issue. The issue is that if I do want to go off the beaten path and a lot of times there are areas off the beaten path but a lot of times it's just sending me in a circle and there's nothing there yeah maybe there's a few resource bins which is cool and that's fine but i'm not really finding other chests i'm not finding the sick the secret um tougher enemies that'll drop loot i wish that was something that not everything was shown there yeah and they had more of that random stuff where every time i load in it's not guaranteed that that enemy is going to be in that exact spot but it's slightly randomized right yeah. And that's something I hope they add down the line because it adds that chance of I'm loading this mission for the 10th time, but this time I'm going to get a special enemy and that special enemy is going to drop me a yellow item that's a huge upgrade for me or something along those lines. And that yeah. would be really cool. And to be very, very, very clear and very transparent to everyone, 
I am very much talking about it's single player, and I put it in air quotes because there's multiplayer in it. I'm talking about that half of the game. I'm still extremely early on in the um, end, what I would call the end game grind, and we are now coming up with some different mission types. Um, the yeah. vault one that we just did, I don't want to say anything more than that, um, which was a little bit different, a little bit more exploring a little bit more i'm not going to go too far but there was things in different rooms to do and etc etc so i hope the game keeps progressing on that sort of level so i just want to give that very the first i'm talking more first 10 to 15 hours which i'd say what the campaign took me to beat around that about a time so yeah, yeah there's that that sounds about right um again i feel like i got a i got a really bad end of the stick in this game where like we had the harm room, which I did. I The game, again, because it's so open to do whatever you want and play however you want, it messes up a few things, which for me, it's a case of when you unlock a character and they give yeah. you the option to do the training, I feel like they should just force you to do the training. I like, agree. I feel like it's a, it shouldn't be up for an option. It should just be, hey, you've got this new character. Head to the harm room now to learn how to play as Cap, how to learn yeah. to play as whoever. They, Cap's, Cap's dead. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Whoever it may be. Um, they they could have even like uh, given it the guise of Kamala's like being Black Widow or all these other stuff. Because they do that with yeah, Iron Man in yeah, the beginning. Yeah. And that feels fine. Yeah. Or they could have done like, hey, we have Black Widow in the group now or whoever. And it's like, oh, let's see how you are. You know, have a warm up, see how you're like fitting in li and all that stuff. Li li literally, it could have um, been anything. Any sort of tiny piece of dialogue, which is like, we know you've just come off the bench, Iron Man, uh, get head to the harm room to sort yeah. to get your stamina up. Anything like that. Like the, the training missions are there and they're a part of the campaign. So yeah. to complete the campaign, you have to do them. It's like, why not just force me to do them? As much as I don't really like them, if I'm honest, like, especially the co-op ones more than the single-player ones. I think the single-player ones are fine because they teach you how to play the characters. But I didn't play it like that. So I ended up doing, like, five training harm rooms back to back to back to back and then doing the single-player ones because I was trying to progress the campaign to the best of, like, to get as much done as I could. Yeah. And then, like, I've done that now for the last two hours, let's say, or an hour and a half, actually. Probably longer, probably about two hours. And it's like, you... That's where I feel like the game gets it wrong because it gives me too much choice as the player to go, yeah. do what you want. I just wanted it to go, you have to do this and that's going to progress this and you have to do this and that's going to progress that. It should that. have been the campaign, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the issues that you had that me and you did differently. I didn't do that. Yeah. And so where you feel like the story felt a little bit more fractured, I didn't feel like that because I just went straight through. Yeah. I, I just went from mission to mission to mission. The only break I took was when me and you did a few multiplayer missions. Yeah. Um, and that's where I feel like they shouldn't have had the co-op harm room stuff, like the single player harm room stuff. Cool. hundred percent get it. That's fine. You know, yeah. teach the characters, like the intrinsic abilities are basically what the main lesson there is. And those are usually the most complex and unique with each character. So I a hundred percent get that. Right. Yeah. But other than that, like there's no need, cause especially the, the harm rooms, um, the co-op ones, they spoil any types in the all future. Of the if you get to the fifth, you literally see... The two end. or three like the toughest enemies well, you, you get see in the game the last missions boss like not mini boss not mm, just enemies i just i would say enemies i don't want to yeah. put any mini boss or anything like that but like you see like these characters that are meant to be a big deal when you get there but i had already done them because i've done all the training 
It's like yeah. you've got to you've got to stop me from being able to do that because I've I've ruined the game for myself. And yeah. I understand that, like, but the game doesn't tell you, like, hey, maybe you don't want to do that because you're going to spoil something. It's like, but now I've spoiled it, so it kind of yeah. sucks. And uh, to be fair, like, stuff like that has happened in games like Witcher and, and other games like that. But the difference is, for Witcher, if I want to have a character or something like that spoiled for me, I have to go so far out off the beaten path, and I have to be so overleveled, because chances are, by the time I get there, I should be dead at that point. Yeah. That can't happen in avengers i feel like that should have just been ripped out and put it into the avengers initiative but yeah right or, or like i say or just a simple click um oh that's cool um do you want to do this minus spoilers ahead or yeah. just something something they, they have that a few times in where other, it's like oh places. you don't have this mission locked it's a spoiler and stuff yeah. like that yeah so i i do think that's something they could have added there um or give you a recommendation like oh we recommend doing this after you play so-and-so mission or whatever joanne just brings um, up a great point in chat and says it could have been linked to the story progression to unlock a hundred percent a hundred percent before you can move on you have to do harm you have to do the training mission then you do maybe a ma- the main mission thing then you have to do a- the training harm one which is co-op maybe something like that not yeah. not as formulaic as that because i think that would get annoying as well but something yeah. like that i i um i 100 agree um so that's that 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 i think and a lot of the side missions that end up being like irrelevant to the campaign yeah do end up giving you that fractured feel where if you haven't played it yet and you're getting ready to play it and everything i recommend you just avoid that and yeah. play the main campaign play, stuff Lich go For, from start to finish and just do main story stuff do not do not do anything other than main story stuff yeah. you don't need to for levels or anything like that yeah if you are struggling do a side one but look at them and pick what seems like the most inconsequential don't do the harm stuff you'll probably only need to do one if you need to do at all yeah um and i do think with by the end of it you will need some a little bit of gear on all of them so you might need to run one or two on the characters you played the least for the end of the game yeah but you have a ton of time before you get to that point yeah i think a lot Um, of people are going to ask did you need to grind to get characters leveled up to get to the end no i never felt i was grinding to get to a level cap um the game does this weird thing where it it always seems to for me anyway it always seemed to show that i was under leveled for missions but i never ever felt under leveled for any mission when i was playing it so well um i know a lot of the times it based what you saw as under over leveled based on the character you had equipped and not necessarily the character you ha- you had to play for the play mission. Has, yeah. And a lot of the campaign missions, like they would switch the character you're playing. For so you, you could go yeah. in as Kamala and you load in and you're playing as the Hulk or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. So that is something to bear in mind. But it's stuff like that that also sort of takes you out of it for a moment. It, I think you get into it relatively quicker. Yeah. But it's like it compacts and it adds to some of the other like sort of breaking points with the other things of you know you shouldn't be doing the harm rooms and everything they all add up together yeah um i've got to move on to technical issues before we do like a, a full like a little brand up sort of thing uh again plan on a base ps4 want to make that very 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 clear i've yep. spoken to people that have played it on an xbox one x i've spoken to people that have played it on a ps4 pro i haven't spoken to anyone who's played on a base xbox yet but just this is base ps4 problems from my experience yeah. 
The game's frame rate is atrocious at certain points, and I mean atrocious. I am talking. I am not some. I am not somebody because I realise we have a lot of newcomers in here. I am not someone who is naked to the eye. I can tell the difference between 30 to 29 to 28 or something like that. I am a basic bitch when it comes to those sort of things. Um, it's very. I am. It's very much a obvious slowdown obvious flame frame issues when lots is yeah. when lot when lots is when a lot is going on on the screen at any time i've had it in multiplayer i've had it in single player i've i've it just doesn't for some unknown reason they haven't optimized it for the base ps4 um that really upsets me a lot because as a consumer, someone who is, I have bought this game again, like I said, on the Xbox One X. If I buy a game, why do I... I understand that my console is not as good. But I shouldn't get a, that much of a lesser experience. Like, I'm t the last mission that I did was totally ruined because of my frame rate. Ruined. Yeah, the frame rate was really rough um, in that mission. There were a few, like, I the the mission that Thor gets introduced for me. I had horrible frame rates during that, and even when it transitioned into the cutscene, the cutscene yeah, was choppy started, for a little while. I had the exact same yeah. thing. And I had that happen for a few cutscenes. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure people are going to go, oh, fix or crash, there's a day one patch out now, or this, this, that, and that. I'm talking about my experience that I played when I, when I, I got the game on Monday from Square Enix. Again, thank you, Square, for giving me a code. So I got it one day before everybody who paid for the deluxe edition would have got it. So the deluxe edition people, you paid Chris, how much did you pay in dollars? I paid seventy. Yeah. I didn't get the so deluxe, I, I got the whatever the digital Oh okay, whatever the version digital that gives but, you early access. Oh okay, yeah. cool. I didn't realise there was another version. Cool. Okay, so seventy yeah. I think it's seventy four, wasn't it? Something like that? No. Okay. 70. Oh okay, cool. Interesting. So it must be yeah. sixty five? Joanne, tell me in chat how much you paid. Um but yeah. So I got it a day before them. So I didn't get it like a week before and I didn't have any information of like, oh, there's a day one patch now or nothing like that. I had none of that. So um, yeah, just to, to keep that in mind. Um, I had problems with cutscenes that I don't know whether, I don't know whether they were cut short because of the, the console couldn't handle it and it just cut it short and got it into the gameplay or the the editing on it i don't know again or the way it, the, it ran was just cut short like people were in, were in the middle of speaking and the cutscene just cut and yeah, i'm like i, I think what the I hell think happened there bugged out I, I never had for me i never had i had games where they'd have like awkward cuts where it would just go to black screen out of nowhere yeah. like um i we're not gonna spoil this so i'm not gonna mention it yeah but there were a few parts where it was just sort of like that was kind of an awkward ending because it's like a small, short little clip that nothing really happens. There's a little bit of comedy in it, but it just sort of cuts to black. Um, I had cutscenes that cut to black and then cut back in to something else I, and then cut again. And I'm like, what the hell was going on? I think your game might have been bugging. It's not my problem. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not like making an excuse like, hey, yeah. fix that's your fault. No, it was your no, game. Yeah. Your PS4. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's, no, it's annoying. It was annoying, and I'm. I feel like there were certain moments that were rubbed of me from this game because of the technical issues that I had while playing it. Which mm -hmm. 
I'm not saying that's going to be the same for you, listener or viewer. I'm not saying you're going to get the same experience as I have. But I have to give you a true representation of what I played. So you can make the best decision on whether you should buy the game or not at the end of the day. Yeah. So, am I missing anything? Anything that we didn't touch uh, that you wanted characters. to touch on? Characters, yeah. Because we didn't really talk on them. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Sorry, gameplay wise or just overall? Gameplay wise. Gameplay no, wise, let's Black not Widow. touch story stuff on Black that. Widow. Just... Black Widow is my favorite yeah. favorite to play. Um, she controls really well. It's a mixture between Tomb Raider and just a secret spy that you'd expect to play as. She feels just as powerful as Hulk in every way, shape, or form with the tools at her disposal. And I just love yeah. I love the way she moves. People are going to slay me if I don't talk about the fact that she moves faster while jumping than running. And that's something that actually annoys me, if I'm honest with you. So I yeah. can run, probably, I can get to the to the box a good 15 seconds before you do. If not yeah. more, if I'm being and I'm honest. I'm playing Captain America who moves faster when he runs. Yeah. Like, Captain America doesn't have the benefit of, like, jumping Jump and run. having an increased jump speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I'm literally just running and jumping, running and jumping, running and jumping and constantly. I don't think that's like a tactical decision. I don't think that's like something they were like, we're going to give her a speed boost when they jump. I yeah. think it's something they overlooked and they were, they were probably like, oh, well, Cap has a double jump. Uh, Black Widow doesn't, you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe to give her more distance when she does jump, you give her a little bit more speed. That way she can get to whatever pole she needs to swing across or whatever. Um, yeah, love her abilities that she has. I love the, yeah. the skill trees that I've been building out on her. Are very unique. I do I do agree with them on... I do agree with them to a, at a point where I do think some of it's a bit of PR ball, to be honest with you, of the whole, oh, your Black Widow is going to feel different to my Black Widow. It's like, not so much from what I've experienced. Maybe because we haven't got to the mastery section yet um, or the... What's the second section? Specialist? Um... There's specialist and mastery. I think yeah. it's specialist you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, so for, I, I did the specialist with um, Kamala. I, I'm pretty sure I did like every row in it. And they do feel different to an extent. But it's it's not so different that the character plays differently. Yeah. The character always plays the same. But it's like, what does the high five do? Is it damage focused or is it crowd control focused? Yeah. That's how it changes. And it changes in what situation you would use it. Which is cool. I like that. But I do agree where it was PR speak of like, oh, you're going to have three different versions of this. You don't have three different versions. Every ability is the ability you get. You get every like, yeah. Thor, every support ability that he has, every support option he has, it's the same support ability. Every um, uh, heroic assault ability is the same, right? It is overall the same, which is the most disappointing thing because of Iron Man, because the Hulkbuster sucks. I'm just going to say it. The Hulkbuster sucks. It is horrible. I don't hate it. It is so counterintuitive to Iron Man, the way that character plays to go into that ult and then be slowed down and immobile for an incredibly mobile character. You can make the argument that it's like, oh, he turns into a tank. I'm normally a flying tank, okay? I don't need to be a slow tank at some point. And I feel like I do less with like uh, the, um, the projectile abilities yeah. in that. And to be fair, maybe there is one option where it's like, oh, you're a Hulkbuster, and now you shoot rockets, so you start doing damage again. Yeah. But that just feels so counterintuitive when I can unlock rock rockets at like level 6 or something like that on Iron Man normally, and that wouldn't be unlocked to like level 15. Right? Um, 
but yeah, I, the characters we touched on a little bit. The characters feel so unique, yeah. each and every single one of them. Um, I my favorite is um, my favorite is Kamala Khan. No, it's not. Kamala Khan is my <laughs> favorite. Chris's favorite is the person you're probably thinking he's talking about. Now talk about who it is. You don't have to say who it is. You can clearly put two and two together. Uh, yeah, my my favorite. I was not expecting them to be my favorite character. Yeah, I was like, it's gonna be Kamala Khan. It's gonna be Hulk. Yeah, you know, I do think Hulk feels good. I think. Yeah, each of them feels how I would imagine the character character would feel. Yeah. They did a really good job of that. Where I feel like they could have went for this really cheap and lazy tactic of here's this basic like spreadsheet for how a character functions. Yeah, copy and paste. Yeah, adjust it a little bit. Yeah, but it does feel like every character's assault ability and support ability feels unique and some support abilities are very defensive and um i'm gonna help you and some support abilities are very like i'm doing this for me f you guys i don't really care about the team i'm super focused on myself um i'm not talking about how you use them fix because you use them for yourself <laughs> i get that <laughs> i understand that that's no problem um but th- there is quite a bit of like depth with like the the abilities the support abilities and everything because me and you did a boss mission earlier yeah and there was that sort of moment where we were like oh because th- i did it solo and then we did it together and it was like oh it is easier because you could have somebody who can sort of taunt the enemies around them with their support ability or their ult or whatever and then you get the mob and they can kill them off while somebody else is focusing the boss and dodging his attacks and that's what they're focusing on yeah so it's like there is a depth there that if they decide to go for it, and the big question is do they go for it? There is a depth for them to actually have these really deep boss fights and mechanics to certain parts of missions. Yeah. But will they go there and will they do it or will they be afraid to like, that is too complex for a game that we want a lot of people to be able to play. Cause yeah. the more of that you do, the more it's like people aren't going to be willing to play with you if you aren't good to a degree. Right. 100%. They want somebody who can, who gets the game on a basic level. Like I want to get through this on, challenge three or four whatever the highest difficulty is on the hardest and if you level can't, as well. yeah yeah and if you can't do that in a efficient manner where i have to slow down myself i'm just not going to play with you granted it's at most four players and i feel like a lot of people are going to have the groups that they're going to play with yeah so that'll be fine like i know me and you will be fine yeah. we'll pull in people and like i don't mind playing with somebody who's who might not fully get it right yeah we're we not, just slow it down a bit we're not out here trying to go for the world's fastest raiders or stuff stuff exactly like that, yeah. yeah and again our community or especially my community is very much i want to bring new gamers in who there's so many people out there probably listening now as well who are like oh don't play multiplayer games this is not a game for me it's like this is a game for you you should play it and you should come and check us out and be a part of the community so you can play with others like there's so many people out there who just want to play with other people but if we've they got don't do want to hold people but they, back. they don't want to hold people back and it's like no that's not what this is about like i, I can't wait to play i bought it on mate i didn't buy it. i got it on playstation mainly to play with joanne and amy gills because they're two people that i never get to play games with ever and to be able to yesterday me and joanne were playing and i was like and joanne's like come on fix you've gone to the wrong place and like her bossing me around it's like <laughs> it was nice it's a nice experience and that's what i think that's what i think this game is great at it's a nice job of bringing in anybody at any skill level and again like i said before making them feel super super powerful and making them feel like iron man dead guy hulk like whoever it may be like you get to you get to experience them so i'm really looking forward to that and um 
get into obviously like there's a bunch of people that are probably one wanting to hear more we will talk about it more either on next week's episode or if people let us know uh at at, uh, at my xbox and me on twitter or myself at mc fixer on twitter and crush is at Kreshnik plays on twitter yeah um let us know do you want a marvel's avengers spoiler cast um i'd love to bring in two people maybe who would love to talk about the game as well and have their experiences on it but we will just wait and see on that crush yeah. before we go do you think people should pick up this game if you're a big marvel and avengers fan and you like looter games yes i don't think the campaign is necessarily where it's at in terms of bugs i think like in a week or two if they have fixes out then it's a guaranteed yes i think because i do think the campaign that's there is really good and enjoyable it's just are you gonna have fixes experience because like if it's my experience i would 100 say yes yeah. i think there were some hiccups but i think if you are a Marvel fan, if you are an Avengers fan, if you're a comic book fan, I think what's there is enough um, to warrant getting it. Because yeah. it is like a 10 to 15 hour campaign, which is good. It's lengthy. It's fun to do. The combat's fun. Um, and there's more to go on top of that as well. When we say this, a 10 to yeah. 15 hour campaign, there are, we just did the two uh, fraction missions, which there are a little bit more story to go in with it. It's not, yeah. don't We're get just me talking. wrong, it's not amazing. It's not big and huge, but there yeah. is more on top of that as well. Just yeah. to give We're just talking with that strictly campaign. Yeah. And I do think they set up characters that you shouldn't necessarily understand where they're coming from and you sort of get it. Yeah. But you're, it, it, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it is really, it's well written and well done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'd love to talk um, story about this. So I hope we do do a spoiler class. I would cool. too. I, I just want to add something real quick. If you guys are Marvel fans and you guys haven't read the Kamala Khan run, Miss Marvel run, of marvel comics i really recommend you get it you pick it up it is really well written especially if you play the game and you enjoy the character which you will. I really remit yeah I, <laughs> I really recommend you pick up the comic run it's really good okay cool maybe send me a link to it so i can check it out that'd be helpful that'd be helpful Let's jump into Fixer's Sack. If you don't know what Fixer's Sack is, it is each week we go through the emails from the fans, the listeners, the loyal My Xbox and Me fandom out there. You can email in at myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com or you can join my Discord. I, there's a link in the description below on this YouTube video. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Tweet us, like I said before. You know my at uh, MCFixer. Or Crushes is at Crushnik Plays. Use the hashtag MXAM and we will try and answer as many questions as we can. If you follow the My Xbox and Me Twitter, Zygar, our writer over on myxboxme.com and Crush, do the social media side of both of that and they do a great job. So if you're looking for written articles, remember myxboxme.com has all the Xbox news you want to hear about. So check that out. But let's jump into the emails here, Crush. First question from a client named Zygar, 1337. Never heard of him. Now that Activision has received that, Call of, uh, sorry, has revealed that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War will retail at $69.99 on Xbox Series X and PS5, do you think we'll see other Activision games release at that price point as well? Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, for example, could releases on the Xbox Series X and PS4, uh, PS5. Could, sorry, PS5, um, for $69.99 too. Yes. I spoke about this on podcast unlocked and yes i think i don't think it's wrong that game prices are going up i do think it's very telling that it is the more casual 
games that are getting the price increase quicker than the other games. And they're the only ones that can afford to, because they know people will play their games regardless. No matter what. No, 100%. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're 100% right. Um, I think it would be very scummy of them to do Overwatch 2. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Overwatch 2 will be at that price. Um, Overwatch, because it's only the campaign that comes with that. Yeah. And Overwatch, the original was technically 40 bucks on PC. They sold the deluxe version on Xbox, and it's the only one you could get, I'm hoping, next time around. But it's Activision at the end of the day. I know people are like, it's Blizzard. It's Activision Blizzard. You have to remember that. Yeah. I could see them doing the $7 version. Like, you have to get the deluxe edition again. I hope they don't do that. I hope they do allow whatever the cheaper version it is, be it 50 bucks if they want to raise the price $10 from what it was. Um, I want to be very... Yeah, before yeah. it be 70 Yeah, I want to be very clear, though. I am very pro... Game prices going up, and I'm not, and I want to make again because we've got a lot of new people coming in. I don't get all of my games for free. I pay out of pocket for some games. Um, not every. I'm very upfront on the games that I do get, so you will always know that um, going in. Unlike any some other places where you don't always know um, if they paid for it. I am very much in touch with the everyday person and paying high paying prices for video games so i just want to make that very clear crash pays for the majority of his games like don't think we're out here getting codes from pr companies every day we're not even xbox doesn't give us pr codes um for any of their games beforehand so you just get what you get here and uh that's the experience so i it annoys me that this is going to be the case i think what everybody needs to do is make a better job of explaining why it's going up in price why it's going up in price and will that money trickle down to the everyday joe working at the studio eventually are you going to see qa testers be paid properly are community managers going to make a livable wage like if this price increase goes up we want to know that it's not just going in the pockets of these big executives who are already making multi-million pounds like i've got no problem paying 70 pounds for a game but I do want to know where that extra $10 is going and why it's costing me an extra $10. Yeah. I don't want an executive to be going from making $30 million to $35 million, right? Yeah. I want to know that he's still making $30 million or whatever. And the, the bonuses ridiculous have Ridiculous now... amount. Yeah. Except like, okay, the community manager is getting paid more. The, Q- the QA testers is getting paid more. There's coders being paid more. There's yeah. overtime being paid. Yeah. All this other stuff, right? Yep. A hundred percent. And um, yeah, I just... I. We just have to wait and see. You've got to wait and listen to people like Jason Schreier, who does great reporting, no matter how you feel about him. He's reporting his next level um, and a bunch of other people. So you just got to keep your ear to the ground, vote with your wallet, and just keep keep on being real and keep on being true to yourself at the end of the day. Don't support companies you don't trust. Don't support people you don't trust. 100%. Why not add... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I think that's a really important one, is don't put money in companies. Like I see people all the time saying, oh, I don't like Activision. Activision does this, that, and the third. And they'll go and they'll buy um, Call of Duty or they still it's... subscribe to World of Warcraft or they yeah. do this, that, and the third. And it's like, you're still giving them money or you're playing Warzone. War- they still benefit off of you playing Warzone even if you don't put a dime into Warzone. Yeah. You're keeping that player base alive and you're keeping that game alive. Yeah, I, I, I do understand it's hard. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not saying any of it's yeah. easy. If all no. your friends are playing Warzone, it's hard to say like, nah. You know, I don't like that Activision. I don't want to play games with you yeah. guys, right? But it's something that if we all made, if we all did it, it would make a big, 
a big statement, but unfortunately, it's hard to get everyone behind something. Yeah. So, next up, what? Uh, why not add a segment to the show? Uh, show quote what the competition are doing, where you discuss what Nintendo, Sony, and other platforms, Stadia, laugh out loud, are doing, uh, and do a compare compa- uh, a compare and contrast from Lil Smee. I actually don't hate this idea at all, Lil Smee. I actually don't think it's a bad idea. I think what we should do is, if we're going to do this, which I'll talk to Crush about and we figure it out, would it would have to be on a case-by-case basis. I don't think it would be a segment that is just, like, always on the show. But yeah. I'd love a segment of, like, Sony have just come out with their new controller, so we do sit down on the podcast and talk about it, which then means we compare it to the xbox series x controller or always bring in the conversation back to xbox because that is where we play the majority of our games it is the platform that we care about more than maybe the other one not necessarily more but you know what i mean by that um but i do think it's a good idea so thank you for the suggestion we're always asking for feedback on the show we're always asking for suggestions for segments and things like that so never be shy tweet at us email us and uh yeah the information's out there yeah, if you don't like the host, let us know. We can replace him. Yeah, Crush can go. Doable. Crush can go. <laughs> I'm co-host. I'm not host, Fix. Come on. Damn. Well, I'm in trouble, then. I'm in trouble. Next Send up. in your reviews. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope you are all well. Uh, is it worrying that Square Enix haven't given out early copies for Avengers for the game journalists to review before the game's release? I know people have gotten the game a day before early adopters release but no reviews from the game uh, for the game from any big uh, sites for me it shows a lack of confidence in the game and that they are trying to limit damage damage or possible negative reviews beforehand what are your thoughts usually 1000% i agree with you what i will say is act uh sorry square enix have been very smart in the way they've done this which is you've given the game to influencers a day before because influencers and reviewers had different embargoes mm. so i got the game a day before and i think most reviewers got the game a day before as well yeah because i'm on the influencer bracket i could stream the game that day literally once i got the code like if you were doing a, a review for the game you were embargoed until 12 o'clock that night got it so i think what they've done was I agree with you on the damage controls if, if it's negative, by the way. I do agree with that. But what I think they've done was is they've given the game to early uh, influencers to be like, hey, everyone, I'm playing this game and you can play it right now via the four-day early access for an extra $15 or £15 or whatever it yeah. was. I think it was £15 over in the UK or £10, I'm not sure. Um, so I think it was more a shrewd business decision more than it was worrying about reviews i we, we just spoken about square and uh, avengers i generally think it will get sevens to eights i think yeah. it, it probably from i don't want to score it myself because i don't really like scores um and we haven't finished the end game not even close to that so i, I think it'd be yeah. unfair to but that's if 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 i was basing it just of what i've played so far i'd probably be at a seven um and I don't think they're expecting more than that. I don't th- yeah. by the, the the level of quality of detail in this game, and everything we've just spoken about for the last forty five minutes, they know this is not a ten out of ten. They yeah. know they do mock reviews. They know exactly what they should be expecting. I think this is a seven to eight game personally. I I think this is a really interesting and important topic when it comes to 
games with ser- service and multiplayer focus games where if you give influ- uh, not influencers if you give reviewers this game a week to two weeks or whatever early they might not necessarily get the full experience of the game because there's a small player base and this is an online game that you're supposed to be interacting with other people and then it's the question of do we turn on the servers and all the faction stuff and all the reset stuff or do we give them special like stuff during that time or do we give them the full player experience because yeah. that is what the review should be based on right so mm-hmm. you have to remember this is an a living a living world to a degree where stuff changes you know you have the refresh times for faction missions and everything so i do think with in general it is very it's not as easy as oh they want to control, they want to do damage control. I do think that in certain cases, that is certainly like an aspect of it. But I think it's also they want people to get full like gameplay, like a, a full experience of it. Like I remember um, after the beta, there were some websites that were doing in review posts and all this stuff. And you have to remember, once somebody sees the first post, for some people, that is their opinion of the game at that yep. point. It's like, oh, that's a, a, um, a review in progress. That is it. I don't care that it was a beta. That is what the game is. It is a buggy mess. It doesn't function. The servers don't work, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I do think it's a twofold problem. I don't think in this particular case that it was, I agree with you, I don't think it really was damage control. I do think it was just sort of like, let's get it to influencers first, then we'll get it to reviewers, and they get to experience the game as it was meant to be experienced. With everybody um, else. I don't, yeah. There's no yeah. usually when a game when a company's trying to hide something, you get these sort of reviews, right? The game doesn't come out as quick as you'd like. I don't think they were trying to hide anything. From what I've played, yeah. there's nothing to hide. Their issues are very much out there. It's yeah, nothing is game breaking enough for me to tell you not to buy the game. And yeah. I think that's the big thing. Usually, you see it in terrible games, terrible games that are like fives and fours and. I don't think Avengers is a five or four or even a six. Like I've said where I think it sits. So yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, do, 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 do. Where am I? Next up. Why are people more angry at Marvel's Avengers? Pre- why? Sorry. Why are people not more angry at Marvel's Avengers pricing scheme? The way they were outraged for Battlefront 2. They're charging 14 US dollars for some cosmetics. That's outrageous in a full price game. Is it because it's only cosmetics and not pay to win? Either way, it seems like extremely predatory behavior in what looks to be a very popular title this upcoming holiday season. From Mr. Mitch George. Crash? Um, I think, okay, so we're going to break this down into a few things. A, Battlefront 2's issue was loot boxes. This game does not have loot boxes. Yep. If you buy something, you know what you're getting. Yep. Um, and then so B... It, it, so, so let me just come into that part, yeah? So it, yeah. It, it takes away that level of, for me anyway, predatory behavior from a company, right? Because it's like, you're a grown person with money with this i'm talking to adults at this point i'm not talking to children who steal their mom's credit yeah. cards don't do that kids um no. it's very much a case of i want the iron man skin okay it's gonna cost you 15 dollars. which that's not the case in this game by the way it doesn't just cost you 15 dollars for one skin but let's go off that premise that it does yeah at least you know you're gonna get the damn skin and that's yeah. the problem with what Battlefield was, along with the fact that it was pay to win, 
which was yeah. if you did get the right loot box drop, you were un- unstoppable in the goddamn game, which is just ridiculous. Sorry, go into your point. Point B. Uh, point B was um all the future content in the game is free. Yep, that is why you see this is because they want to. Uh, they're trying to fund the rest of the game, the development of the rest of the game. I'm sure to a certain degree they have stuff already planned to come out. But cool. if they release stuff next year and after next year, that content is going to be free from the way they worded it and they yep. said it. Granted, we've seen people come out and say, oh, no, only year one's free. You know, once you get to year two, you got to pay again, right? Division Who two. I, yeah, they might do something like that down the line. I can't say if they will or won't. But from my impression, that's why they did that. Um, And that's actually... I'm worried about that because in most games where I've played where like all the content comes free and you can earn everything in game, et cetera, et cetera. At some point they end up putting an extra focus on cosmetics instead of actual game content Yep, because they're trying to turn a profit on it. Right. Um, And I really hope that's not the case. They seem to have taken a lot of care with the game and put a lot of uh, hard work into the game that I would hope that they'd keep building it out. But again, you never really know with this type of stuff. Um, and then third, uh, you so in the base game, you get all six characters' challenge passes. Yep. And every challenge pass, you can get 1,300 credits or units. I forget which one's the paid currency. So you essentially, for buying the base game, if you complete all the challenge passes, you get $79 worth of credits. That is a lot. That is... Um, and you could do whatever you want with it. You could save it for the next character. Pick me, pick me, pick me, Crash, Crash, fix. pick me, uh, uh, yeah, me, fix. me, yeah. Uh, but yeah. but I already bought the game. So uh, like, what what do you mean? Like, do you mean that I can earn it by playing the game that I just bought and not not worrying about everybody else? Like, I can just play yeah. the game and earn you credits. Just, you just play the game what? and you earn credits. No way. And on top of that. They have a whole bunch of skins that you can unlock in game as well. You know, the thing people always say is like, I like unlocking skins in game and doing campaign stuff and unlocking skins. You can do that as well, Fix. No, I know. I don't believe you. Wild idea. But I saw Um, the headlines crash. I saw all the headlines. It said, I I understand. The game's bad. You don't, Fix. You don't have to worry. The headlines were wrong. Oh, okay. Interesting. So you're you're telling me the headlines spoke about a game that wasn't out before they experienced them themselves? Exactly, Fix. It's Wild. a weird thing that Wild. a lot of websites end up putting <laughs> these headlines out to get clicks and Wild. not to share actual information. Wild. I can't believe um, it. I like that other yeah, guy. I, I like I, that uh, other guy, by the way. He, he like seemed pretty guy. cool. He, yeah, seemed he, pretty he cool. was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I, I like the way the cosmetic system actually works in the game. Me too. There is a lot of stuff. It rotates in and out. Um, there's, you a could make an art. To, there's a whole yeah. machine about making, like, getting new um outfits for your characters yeah like and there's there's quest lines to unlock outfits as well the iconic quest lines unlock the yeah. iconic outfits as you're doing the campaign you unlock different outfits there are ways and even they'll become they're also random drops for doing certain of uh, certain things and um from the war table the last war table we got it sounded like they would be earnable in the events too like so whenever a christmas event comes out you can unlock uh santa claus hulk right yeah yeah yeah. It's, that's what it sounded like granted we don't know maybe they're like yeah not nah, we decided we're gonna charge you 20 bucks for it or whatever the one um, the the one thing i will say on this matter is the grind to unbuy loot with the in-game currency is a little bit higher for my liking they cost seven thousand is it units which is the game's currency 
Or is yeah. this the one we buy? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. One is in-game units currency. and one is... Credits. Credits. They both sound like in-game currency. Yeah, I don't know which one's which. So let's, let's yeah. go with... Again, so I'm going to get this wrong and I apologize. Um, Let's say it's units anyway. So... I've been. I've not spent a single unit while playing the game. Actually, I spent like sixty, and I only have just over five thousand credits, and I've yeah. put like thirty hours into the game. Yeah. One of the I legendary skins that I could have bought from the store was seven seven thousand. Yeah. So that the, the time to grind and and what I will say that was all campaign stuff as well so that yeah. wasn't end game where I'm going to be running missions a lot quicker than I would be during the campaign no harm missions where you don't get any credits for that like so I'm sure I'm going to get more quicker but I will just put that out there that 7000 seems yeah. quite expensive but they do want me to keep playing this damn game so yeah. I kind of get it I no yeah I I absolutely agree with that as well um but I was going to say like we don't know how the uh, the credit we'll call it credits no the it credit, is so, no uh, units units are the free one credits are the purchase one. okay thank you Aaron. so we were talking about units right yes the ones you earn yes yeah. so we don't know like there's the rumor of them adding the wakanda raid we don't know in a wakanda raid how quick you earn units like let's say you do the wakanda raid you get 500 to 1000 units right that we don't know if that's the case or yeah. we don't know if it's plus yeah we don't know how that works and then there's also opening chests, and I haven't checked, but maybe if you get five stars on the missions that can give you five you stars, get you get un- more units for those. Yeah. Um, but even even with that, that is, it's weird because that's also optional stuff. There's other ways for you to get skins, yeah, and I'm not as well trying as. to make an excuse. No, yeah, I'm not trying to make an excuse for the earning process because I do think it could be a little bit lighter. I think they, sh- I think the uh, legendary ones should cost seven thousand. But again, they are legendary, so yeah. maybe that's why it's like, oh, they're seven thousand because they are solely unique. Yeah. They're incredibly different. They look the really good. I really outfits. want the four one. I really wanted the four one today, and I couldn't. Yeah, the Thor one looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Yeah. I think one complaint you could have is that maybe the individual items cost a little bit too much because I know it's like a thousand two hundred for an execution. Yeah. But yeah, you could argue that it's too much, but at the same time, it's like they give you three executions in the base game two you have unlocked already and then one you unlock with um in the challenge pass at an early level it's like level five or something like that yep so you have three like right off the bat um yeah so like the cosmetics i feel like this game did the cosmetics the best way it could do to continue to getting money in the future yep and to like satisfy gamers in the moment i totally agree totally agree (sighs) last question comes from sarah squid 69 and she says in marvel's avengers we know they're going to add a bunch of characters over time each with their own battle pass and whatnot with the fact that the game doesn't allow for duplicate heroes how do you think its online components are going to suffer because everyone will want to play as a new hero when they launch for example when spider-man comes out sarah's on mind if you heard that when spider-man comes out Everyone and their mother will want to play as Spider-Man. We can't get Spider-Man over here, but sure. I'll, I'll allow this question still. Um, we want to play as Spider-Man. But with online being what it is, will mean they either have to wait longer for to form parties, as most players will be trying to get in as Spider-Man, or play completely solo, which defeats the purpose of its main online component. I agree with you. In, 
in a sense, I don't. I want to very much pick up on the last part of your um, of what you said here, which is or play completely solo, which defeats the purpose of. I don't think it does complete the purpose. I think I would have agreed with you if I hadn't played the game. But playing the game, like I said, I've definitely put twenty hours in alone and had yeah. just as much fun. Not just as much fun as when I play with Crash. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting a lesser experience. There are a few things that niggle us, which we spoke about earlier. But in all, I don't think it does a bad job of like, hey, this is this is kind of interesting. I can keep playing. So if I wanna, if I'm that desperate to play as somebody else, let's say Ant-Man, because I don't want to keep talking about a character that's not coming to our platform. Uh, Ant-Man on day one, or even uh, Hawkeye, because we know Hawkeye's coming, as well as, um, what's her name again? Uh, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Um, if I want to play as one of those ca- characters and let's say Crash wants to play as well, well, I can't play with Crash. Okay. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's not a problem. I'll go play on my own. I'll play for a little bit. Then we'll jump in. I'm sure me and Crash are very civilized people that we would go, I'm going to run it one mission. You run it a different mission. I run it a yeah. mission. You run it all. Or like, if there's four of us, each of us take it in turn. Yeah. Like, this game isn't. It's... Go on, go on. It's also like there's different faction missions and stuff like that. And maybe it's like, hey, um, you mind if I play it today? And you're like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Because I, I still need to like get some loot from my Black Widow because she's not fully decked out or so on and so forth. And it's also, as somebody who's played, played Smite, I've played League of Legends. I've played games where new characters come out and everybody wants to play the new character. The reality of the situation is not everybody wants to play the new character. There's going to be somebody who plays this game and plays it a lot and mainly only plays one or two characters. Haley, I want a new- man. She's yeah. gonna care about Hawkeye. <laughs> and when a new character comes out, they'll try it and maybe they'll level it up for like the um the mode where you have to switch between the heroes and yeah. when a hero loses they get knocked out. Maybe they'll level it up for that. But they're prob they might not necessarily want to grind out and play that character. Yep. It's not for everybody. And if you're playing with a group, you'd hope that people in the group can discuss it and maybe it's like hey when kate bishop comes out i really want to play kate bishop first and then they're like cool when the next character comes out somebody I else wanna gets play. to play that yeah. though i feel like it's that sweet spot of four people right like yeah if it, and especially nine times out of ten it's four of your friends i've not played online with with randos yet so yeah. for me that that factor hasn't come in again cyrus on my end um <laughs> it's i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal in in yeah. the grand scheme of things, I understand why you think it will, but I don't think it will. I feel yeah. like they've got because it's going to have its single player iconic missions, so no, most people are going to do that before uh, they even get to playing with friends. You would have thought Hawkeye's iconic missions are co-op. So yeah, okay, but but once, I don't so, know about Kate Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But you know what I um, mean. Though? It might be like oh, yeah. I'm going to play for it. I'm going to play for it on my own before I even do it co-op, or or yeah. or I really want to do this first. Like yeah, it's just having that conversation. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, and there's there's also the fact like I I complete I kind of agree with the searching online function, but I don't think I'd want to play a game with this like this with randoms. Yeah, especially where it's like, oh, some people can go and push on the main path and they get to the elevator and they start queuing it while I'm trying to get a chest, and it's like we're completely on different like areas of this game. I don't want to play that like that. So I more than often I'm probably always gonna opt to play by myself. I'm always gonna opt to play solo or with somebody I know. I don't want to play with random people. Yep. Um so I, I get I get the worry and I get the um complaint to a degree, but I, I don't I don't see it being the case. And maybe we're wrong, and maybe it does be a ca- it is a case of this, and maybe everybody complains. But I, I remember Marvel Heroes. Um 
new characters would come out, not everybody would play the new characters. Nope. Like, you'd see them, but not everybody would play them. And I some people would only instance, play them to, like, level them to a certain degree. That instance, you have to pay for the character. With this being free, it might make it that much harder. Um, you do have to play for the character, but I, I played on PC, and by the point I was in, like, everybody was able to earn the characters Got for it. free with the in-game currency, because they would have had grinded it to that point. Got and it. even then, people would play it, level up the character, max out the character's level once, and never play the character again. Yeah. And this and in this game, the dedication to level up a character all the way is a lot more than it was in Marvel Heroes. To get to level 50 is a lot more. It seems like it's a lot more time that you need to put into the game. Um, that I don't know. Like, if I don't like Kate Bishop, there's I'm not going to level her up to level 50. Um, yeah. Unless I really want the reward. So there's a cool skin, and I'm like, I want that skin for a character I'll never play. Some Fair people right. are like that. You don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you very much for the questions. Again, remember to email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com if you want your question read out, or you can join my Discord where we have a great community together and you can post in the uh, questions for podcast part or tweet at us at mcfixer and at kreshnik on plays on Twitter. Yeah. I got it right. I got it right. I'm getting there. Um, this week's dashboard, we, we're we're already running long, so we have to be a little bit quicker. Um, what's in our box? We're going to skip this week's. What's in our box is usually what we've been playing. Both myself and Crash have been playing. Tell me why. A spoiler car should be going up tomorrow if you're listening to this on friday and if not definitely sunday so keep an eye on that for the video version it is myself it is crash and it was laura kate dow um freelancer who's worked on worked for everyone everyone in the industry she's worked for already so if you're looking for some tell me why spoiler cast um episode two is out we are going to do a spoiler cast for each and every episode it is one of the best pieces of content i think me and crash have made honestly yeah it is one of the best conversations we've had about a video game. We go into some so much detail about things we just wouldn't have known with Laura. And it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth checking out. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I agree. This week's dashboard, quick one. Uh, we've got Xbox seemingly now openly admitting that the Xbox Series S exists before its launch. Uh, this was written by IGN's Joe Scrabbles. Xbox Series X is seemingly now mentioned on a public availability uh, available uh, Xbox products despite not having uh, been officially announced yet. The long rumored console, which will apparently take uh, the form of a lower power, a lower price, lower powered uh, vi- uh, variant of variant of Xbox Series X, has never officially been announced blah 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 blah. what pretty much happened was somebody bought a brand new controller crash yeah and inside the the little card thing with it it says xbox series s uh, xbox series x slash s so mm-hmm. xbox are pretty much just like hey everyone knows just start getting you these could... new controllers out there it's fine at this point you'd assume like oh this was supposed to be announced already so either the rona happened or like there's some other stuff happening where they're playing chicken with sony and they're like you go first i'm not going yet yeah and the announcement just didn't happen 100 percent. it's uh you're gonna guess do you reckon you're gonna get series s am i gonna get one an s or do you think you get an x it comes down to price it depends on the price yeah because like i i don't have a 4k monitor at this point so if it can do everything the x can without the 4k like i'd be fine getting it fair enough um so yeah hmm. 
Next up, Dead by Daylight is getting a next-gen release with a free upgrade. This one was written by IGN's Jordan Aluma. Dead by Daylight is set to re uh, release, sorry, was set to re re <laughs> receive a visual overhaul ahead of its holiday 2020 next-gen release, with a series of free updates coming to the game over the next year. Current-gen owners will automatically be given a free upgrade to the next-gen version of the game. Cough, cough, remedy. That was, I added that part, I'm sorry, I added that part. Um, oh, I, I thought you got so. <laughs> My bad. This is dope. Obviously, uh, we're going to get a 4K texture uh, pack over to make it more realistic in its modeling and textures uh, for the game. And tens of thousands of brand new assets are going to be added to the game to overhaul its overall look. We played yeah, a little bit of Dead yeah. by it, didn't we? Was yeah, you with us? I, I like this. Did game. you play? Yeah, I played. You did play, you did play, yeah. Um, no, you did. Did you play? Yeah. Kind of played. When? When are you talking no, about? No, the other recently? day we played, yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't play. Yeah, no, me, Kanda, Hayley, um, and Paul, FNH Paul played yeah. with us. And, dude, I just forgot how much I love this game. Playing this game, every time I play that game, I'm like, damn, I need to play this the game. The game's more. really good. Yeah. I'm glad they added crossplay because I remember um, it might have been like a month or two ago, I was trying to play it like late at night with some buddies oh, and yeah. we couldn't find people. Like, it was three of us, and we couldn't find a fourth person to be a survivor. That's annoying. And we'd be stuck in, like, ten-minute-long queues, and we couldn't find somebody, and it was just like, oh, okay. This is annoying. So, um, yeah. I'm glad I had a crossplay. I think this is really dope, especially for a game that's been out so long that I think they could warrant, like, reselling this game on the Series X, especially with what they're saying, like, a bunch of new assets and all that stuff. I think they could warrant it. Yeah. It's really dope to see that they're just giving you a free upgrade. Yep. Next up. Xbox Series X announced for Tokyo Game Show 2020. It, oh, God. Xbox has confirmed. Apologies. Xbox has confirmed some of what will be shown at its Tokyo Game Show showcase and made it clear it will contain no new next-gen news. In a tweet and a blog post, Xbox released a list of what would be a part of the show. Celebrating, quote, celebrating Japanese game creators and games, upcoming... Updates come into Microsoft Flight Simulator for PC, Japanese Minecraft community creativity, and a review of the first and third party announcements from recent months. The show will be broadcast in Japan only. Just so you're Japanese. aware. Japanese only, sorry. Um, I did see that actually they've added that there's going to be um, somewhere seeing it and hearing it in English, so. Keep an eye out for that if you care about that. I'm a little bit... I'm super happy about this, that Xbox are going to be at Tokyo Game Show. That's amazing news. I'm a little bit upset that it seems like it might just be a rehashing of what we've already seen, literally to the T, just to show to a different audience. Um, I feel that they needed something more there, something exclusive, something new. I disagree with this. Okay. And the reason I disagree with it is because... Microsoft notoriously hasn't had really a foothold in Japan. Yep. That I think paying them the respect of even appearing, like showing, and I'm sure they're going to talk about PSO and how big that was in sort of showing the studios like we're willing to like come out here and do all this stuff without any new news, without any of this stuff, just to sort of like we're willing to put in the legwork. We've been successful with Japanese studios now. We have sort of changed that image of us where we weren't like it just wouldn't sell like pso is a sh is a sign that 
Japanese games do work on our platform, right? Yeah. And I think this is really big for a market and a type of game that Microsoft doesn't really do super well or succeed in when they do have it on their console to just sort of say like, hey, we can do this. Give us a chance. Work with us, et cetera, et cetera. And this is more of, I assume for Microsoft, a networking thing yeah. than it is sort of like we're trying to get American audience. Because you have to remember, there's people in Tokyo who don't keep up with all the of course news they don't. that happen over here. Yeah. So like us saying like, oh, I'm disappointed that there's no new stuff. I'm there with you. Like I'd love for yeah. there to be new game announcements, even if it was like Japanese games. I'd love for next-gen stuff in that regard. But we've already technically got that with um, Nexus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I completely get it do your thing. I think this is important for Xbox. I think this is important for Microsoft going forward to like help solidify You've got to be in these the, bonds. They can't keep doing the thing of like, oh, we're not doing well there, so we're not going to be there. It's a case of like, you're not doing well there, so you've got to keep being there. You've got to keep yeah. even more so a reason to be there. And don't yeah. give up that platform to Sony like that. Yeah. Last piece of news, Resident Evil Village will be shown during Tokyo Game Show 2020 online. Capcom has revealed that Resident Evil Village will be shown during Tokyo Game Show 2020 as part of its special publisher broadcast. Revealed on Twitter by Capcom Dev One account, the game will feature during the uh, virtual trade show as part of Capcom's VTGS Live 2020 webcast. I'm getting a little bit more excited, Crush. As for people who don't know, Resident Evil is my favorite franchise of all time. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game of all time. So anything Resident Evil related on this show, you'll hear a lot about. I love Resident Evil, and um, it's something that I nerd over very, very often. I wasn't hot on the first trailer, but yeah. this one could win me over. I'm going to say that it's not. Why? Because they're going to show Ethan. You're going to hear Ethan <laughs> talking and be like... Actually, if it's in Japanese, I won't care. <laughs> you won't, because you will be like, I don't know who that is. I don't understand it. This looks so cool. Yeah. And then you're gonna hear the English version. You're gonna be like, wasn't as cool as I thought. Crash. It was Ethan. Um, who cares? They released the English version. It was Ethan. Um, not my Chris was on the screen. It was just a whole mess. This isn't Resident Evil. Take it back to Resident Evil Three. Like, make a Resident Evil Four remake at this point. I don't want that, but now I want it. Coveronica, 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 mate. Come on. Uh, I, I think we both know that that's not <laughs> that's never happening. <laughs> man can wish. A man can wish. Uh, games we've got... It, go on, go on. I was going to say, if it happens, it's going to be this next game. If they go to 4 Remake, which the Stop. rumor is they're going to 4, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Code Veronica's not happening. I, don't I wonder think, if they I mix in Code Veronica with, with 4. Could they? No. It wouldn't work? No. Maybe after four, they're like, we need to do more remakes. People don't want five. Let's go to Code Veronica <laughs> and let's label six. it five. Code, that would uh, be Resident Evil 5 remake. New experience. You know, that's the whole title. New experience. And you're like, wait, where's where's uh, where's Shiva? Oh, I'll see Shiva. <laughs> uh, games with gold this week. Uh, you have the Division 1 available from September 1st to September 30th. The Book of Unwritten Tales, September se- uh, 2, sorry, September 16th. Uh, the Blob 2, available uh, September 1st to September 15th. And Armed and Dangerous from September 16th to September 30th. That is it for our lovely 
Xbox show here, Crash. Thank you to all the new listeners yeah. that have come in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you stuck around. I hope you uh, stick around for a bit longer. Feedback is always, always, always wanted on this show. So like I said, the places we've spoken about plenty. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Crash. What have you got to plug this week, my dude? MyXboxandMe.com. Zyger writes wonderful articles there. Go check them out. Go and check them out. Uh, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. The big thing I want to push is literally the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MC Fixer. I am doing a bunch of original content over there. Um, the PGA Tour videos are doing really well. The tip videos for streamers. Um, if you're an upcoming streamer or an upcoming content creator, I do some tip stuff over there that you might enjoy. Go look at my past uh, plethora of content out there. I've been doing YouTube for nearly five years, so there's interviews out there with, um, uh, who have I got on there, Ago, AC Bongos, uh, Trey Baker, Nolan North, Greg Miller, Tim Gettys, I've interviewed a lot of people, um, so go check out the content, I would really appreciate it, let's get to know each other a bit better, join the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash mcfixer, and until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later, goodbye. Goodbye.